All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning into the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. This is your host, Greg Scott, with me, as always. Who do I have? Jay Beaverton. Oh, I was going to let you go first. <laughs> Oops. I, I did. Jay Beaverton. There you go, boss. <laughs> the, the Irish giant. All right. And again, uh, we are tuning in on our not co-located show. We are all separately in our own homes. Um, I'm up in Virginia, and these two fine gents are down in Florida. FLA, baby. Yeah, the wang of the country. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So uh, today we are going to do, again, for the show, we do beard stuff. We do uh, a beer sampling or a brew sampling. Uh, normally, we have a bourbon that we sample. But again, we're not co-located because we're on Zoom in our own homes. So we're going to do a experiment with bourbon here. And I'll get more into that when we get to it in the bourbon section, aptly named. Uh, and then if you guys stay around to the very end of the show, we do the Silent B, which is we uh, talk about something I thought of earlier in the day. That's fun, thought-provoking, or you know, entertaining enough for me. So, did you come up with one this time? You know what? I did not. So hey, oh, we will open the floor up when we get to the silent B, and we'll shoot some ideas out. And with the magic of editing, it'll sound uniformly horrible, but we'll have an idea. Nice. So we're actually going to start with the beer, because I am dry, and I would like to have something to drink as we do this. Irish Giant, tell us what you picked and why. Well, I don't know. It's, it's out in the freezer. I don't have the bottle in front of me. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> luckily, I happen to have. It's beer. Uh, uh, it's uh, Delirium Red. I'll uh, cut in for Peter here. Thanks. Uh, it's a eight point five percent ABV. It's dark red cherry beer made by uh, Delirium Tremens. They usually make a gold ale, Belgian style. Uh, it's based on their blonde, but it has a very light pink slash red body like uh, color. Very soft aroma. Very kind of tangy, tarty. It's got a little bit of sweet and sour action to it. But no, I've had it before. It's really good. They sell it. I think more people buy it around like the holidays, but I mean, you can drink it anytime. I mean, it's even, even, even in hot times that we're in now in Florida because it's hot already. So you can drink it pretty much anytime you want. I first had this beer at a beer fest and I was made, really impressed with it. Yeah, like ah, I said, so I'm, I'm the only one who actually has not tried it. Okay. Well, it was like a number of years ago. So uh, Belgian ale with cherry and elderberry sweetness. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I thought it was interesting because uh, I found at my local craft beer store. Oh, can. It's a can. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know you sell it in a can. Cool. I've always seen it in the, um, in the, what do you call them? Uh, bombers. Yeah. The bombers. The um, porcelain bomber. Is that right? Oh, it's a, I think it's ceramic, it's I want to say. But I mean. Is it? I mean, yeah, you might be right. It may look like, it may, I think it looks ceramic because they have right, that. Yeah. Because that's how it used to come back in the old, olden days, quote unquote. Yeah, the 80s. <laughs> back in, well, it's a while ago. So. All right. Well, here's to you, gents. Well, I'm going to crack mine open. So give me a hot second. Sure. Yeah. Oh, oh. Right. That's a really yeah. pretty color. It is. It's unfiltered, too, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. I have a really dirty glass, but. <laughs> or you have uh, a filthy, filthy cup. Deep yeah. red uh, collar. Uh, again, yeah, the pink is going to be on the, the head. Yeah. Boom there. Almost like a, yeah. like a framboise, right? Yeah, it does look like a lambic. Yeah. Lambic, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, lambic framboise. Yeah. All right. Here's, uh, here's to you. Oh, that's good. That's sweet. Yeah. Definitely get the cherry. I don't you know get, what elderberry tastes like, so I can't really comment upon that. I don't get the. Your father, smelled, your father smelled of them, I hear. That is, that is what I heard. <laughs> 
Yeah, I originally said I didn't think I'd be able to drink the whole bottle, but I don't. I don't know. That's pretty damn good. I yeah, it's it's very it goes down very very smoothly. It's very soft. So yeah, it's it's like a softer version of like a wine almost, but not not quite. You know, because it's different consistency. But it's it's really crushable. I would say crushable. Crushable. Yeah, like, crushable. Like well, Greg, you have the can. You drink it, yeah. then you crush the can. Crush like and you're just, done. Yeah. Uh, Hulk smash. Got it. Hulk smash can drunk. <laughs> It's definitely sweet. It's not overpowering. It's. I mean, it reminds me of. Is it a triple? Yeah, it's like if a triple and yeah, lamb triples and are baby. sweet. Yeah, I could drink that. I could. And the price point was right too. It was uh, nine ninety nine for the bomber. I don't know what this was. I was not paying attention. I just <laughs> called. I called ahead. Like, do you guys have it? Like, yeah, we got it. Put it in the bottle. I'll be there. Yeah, or the can. Nice. Can. Yeah. Yeah. Serving temperature forty one to forty five F. That's uh, actually pretty chilled, really. Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's a softer beer, so there's not as many complex. Because, I mean, cherry comes through whatever you, whatever temperature you're going to drink it at. Right, it's going to be a cherry so flavor. It, so it doesn't, need to be, it doesn't need to be warm for you to get the flavors, unless you want that, but that's up to the drinker. Yeah, but I like it that it's, it's not like, like the artificial nasty cherry that, that tastes like cough medication that, that you get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, red, tastes, red dye tastes, number five. Yeah, exactly. It tastes like you're taking a bite out of a, of a nice dark cherry, you know. That's Belgium. They do it right. Those, the Belgians know how to make beer the right way, and they don't, they don't mess around. Yeah. So speaking of the Belgium and the beer, uh, there's a show on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's... Uh, Brew, Bro- uh, Brew Brothers? Brothers? Yeah, yeah. That's on my list. Some of my cute things to watch. It's, uh, it's entertaining. It is? Okay, good. Yeah. It's like a poor man's Sonny, you know, always mm. in Philadelphia. Like they don't have... But that's, that's my interpretation. But they have... Um, a scene, you know, it's not like a, it's a comedy show. It's like you're gonna give everything away, but these monks yeah. come and, and drink beer and stuff at the brewery. And it's, that's what it reminded me of. But, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. I know it's made by the guys that did the league on FX. If you ever, and the league was funny about these guys that do their own, uh, they do the fantasy football and the, the hijinks they get into. But yeah, it's, it looks, it looks funny. I'll have to check it out when I get a chance. I'm just, weird times we're living in. So I'm just like, oh, more Lego sets and building. Oh, all the Lego sets. All the Lego sets, yeah. What's the first TV show or movie, if you can go that way, route, that you remember them having like a craft brewery, like doing craft beer? What? TV? Um, it have to be Super Troopers, I think, because they did St. Aki. Okay. It Jennifer. might be the first movie. Well, if you want to go the Broken Lizard route, either that or, or Beer Fest. No, but... I'll just go, go further, man, like into the 90s. Oh, you know what? Now I remember the Drew Carey show. They made um, their own beer, Buzz Beer. Buzz beer. Now I remember. Okay, <laughs> they put caffeine and coffee in the beer. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about well? What about Duff Beer? Because then you're going back to the '80s at that point. Duff Beer is generic. But Duff wasn't. Duff was supposed to be Bud. Yeah. So Duff, Duff was good. mass produced. So it didn't. I don't think it counted. I would it doesn't say count as a craft beer. <laughs> Stuff man can't breathe. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> it I'll doesn't have my, the, the craft label upon it. Yeah, I'll take my flaming mo. That's okay. Flaming Homer, you mean flaming Homer? Is that what? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because he yeah, created it. Flaming, it. Yeah, no, Mo stole it. Is that what it was? Yeah, and then and then he made the flaming mo, and then uh, Homer became this obsessed madman, and then was in the Raptors. It was like, yeah, he's cough syrup. Cough syrup, yeah. So now that we have full cups of beer, we can proceed with the show. Right on. So for beards, again, beards is a catch-all. We talk about beards, beard stuff, neck beard, uh, anything nerd related. So I thought maybe we'd talk about why you should wash your beard. 
you know, because not everyone washes your beard. It's not super obvious. Like you wash your face, right? But do you lather up the your, your dial soap or whatever and wash? Your I do beard? sometimes. Yeah, just just to see. Honestly, the only t- not the only time, but I like to do it just to see if if I can actually change the crunchy texture. You know, like, like throw some conditioner on there and see if like like if I can make like a little mini Fabio, you know, of, of hair <laughs> flowing so, off my chin. I'm gonna stop you there. Please, you do. you have a crunchy beard. Because that's you know, just, not the ideal texture of a well, a no, because you know, like the facial hair is, is a little, you know, it's a little coarse, more coarse, yeah, yeah, it's coarse, yeah, yeah. Like the top of the, you know, like the hair on my head is, you know, a fine, fluffy bunny, and then the hair on my face is is like a goat, you know, that it, it looks appealing, but then you touch it and you're like, oh, never mind, you're disappointed. Okay, but but I also can't grow a lot of facial hair, so maybe something's wrong with me. I don't know. Proteins, <laughs> proteins aren't folding the way they're supposed to. I don't know. There are many things wrong with the Irish giant, I guess. Well, here's an interesting thought. Like, now, do you, if you, do you have a, like a longer beard? Is face cleanser not appropriate for the beard? Because then you, I would think you'd have to use something with conditioner in it because it does count as hair. So you wouldn't use your face wash on your hair. You would use your shampoo on your beard. Just right? noxema, noxema everywhere and you're done. There you are. <laughs> well, no, I mean, so when you're washing your beard, you want to wash it, right? Like twice a week would be ideal. You want to use like a non-harsh soap right not not your dial or, or your your uh ajax <laughs> ajax <laughs> yeah um because you know you have oils right your body screws oil cerebrum yeah. cerebrum something like that sebum yeah. sebum thank you what you don't want to oil yeah <laughs> but you know when you you also want to exfoliate your skin underneath your beard so that's kind of why we wash as well so Reduction of oil, but not all the oil. Rub your face, get some of the dead cells off. Well, you can always just replenish it with like some Crisco or something like that, you know, baking grease. Well, that that would be your beard oil or your beard right. balm at that point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you. Mm. there are people, depending on how thick your beard is, you end up using whatever oil you can find, right? I want to say whatever That's you true. can find. But like for a while, I was using coconut oil. Nothing strange about that. I know people use coconut. Yeah. yeah well, because I had a that. massive beard and it like... Yeah, your twelve dollar bottle of uh, one ounce of beard oil is not is not frugal. How about that? Mm. So, no, we have a friend who makes his own beard oil. Really? Yeah, uh, Ian Breckeridge. He's been making. Oh, it I know a that. Bit. Yeah, we were talking about it the other day. Well, dude, he should be on the show sometime. Then he was supposed to be on the show two weeks ago, and then the date changed. Mm. And then he had a union meeting, so he was not able to. Unions? Yeah, the no. unions. No, it's not. No, we don't like that in America. You're supposed to to blame. You're supposed to blame coronavirus, not the union, dude. I I was more referencing that he couldn't make it because he had prior obligations. Because of because of coronavirus. Yeah, because coronavirus. God damn, left leaning unions breaking up our podcast. (laughs) Your jibs. Yeah, wash your face. (laughs) Yes, wash everything now. I mean, geez. Well, because we were talking about last week, or not last week, last show. Due to social distancing, there's not a social obligation to bathe every day because it's you're in your own home, smelling yourself, and then whatever family you have with you. So you don't necessarily have the same obligation to be hygienic. I do. I work in the health industry, so I can't really, you know, smell like a hobo around patients. It's but that's when you're at work, upon. right? Yeah. When you're at work. But I don't know. I've seen you in your scrubs. You kind of look like a hobo sometimes. Whatever. As soon as I walk in the door, it scrubs off, and I hop in the shower because you know pathogens. Well, so, so. yeah. But when you were off work there for a little bit, were you bathing every day? Absolutely not. <laughs> but you know, I do take a bath, so I guess that kind of 
kind of counts. Real men. Bubble bath. Hashtag real men bath. Hashtag bubble baths are real men. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the, the delirium tremens right is a perfect bath wine. I'm a bath beer for you then. Yep. Oh, God. You have your shower beer, which is not this. This is a bath beer. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'd say so. Let a candle, put some, uh, some, some salts and some um, oil in there. Yeah. Bath- uh, yeah. I don't know. Bath salts of Florida don't go together very well. Yeah. I would not buy bath salts of Florida, no. <laughs> Which is a throwback to like circa 2012 when everyone was going crazy snorting artificial whatevers they were called bath salts. Yeah, crazy. That's disappeared. That's disappeared. That trend, that trend is over. Because they snorted it all. It's all gone. Mm. Yeah. Or natural selection. You know, one or yeah. another. <laughs> Darn ways I'm supposed to. It's better way of phrasing it. All right. Well, we are making progress. We are just burning through the show here. I'm really excited about this experiment. I want to know more about this. Experiment? Yeah, for the bourbon. Oh. And now we are in the bourbon portion. Okay. So I asked the guys to get two cups, rather one cup that they normally drink their whiskey out of, and one shot glass. Basically put a half ounce in each one. Okay. 15 milliliters coming up. It's going to be neat, so we're not going to put water or ice with it. And the experiment is we are going to smell each of these differently. So we're going to take a sample and smell our shot glass, and then we're going to take a moment and smell our our cup. And we're going to kind of compare the notes there. And then we'll talk about a little bit why. What kind of cup are you drinking out of? I guess we'll start there before we get too far along. I guess I'll go first. It's more like a snifter. This is what I use for like kind of smaller batch whiskeys. I also you kind of use it for my beer also because it's kind of like I guess the appropriate term would be brandy glass maybe because I use it for brandy but you can use it for whiskey too because it kind of bottlenecks the flavor cognac lets it kind of yeah and then it kind of lets you the flavor cultivate here and then you get and, more and of the, here would be the top of just the aroma the cup yeah top of the glass yeah because it basically it's, it's like a pear shape if you for for those of you for those kids at home they're not seeing it <laughs> it's a pear shape so it's got a, a wide bottom and it goes into a mm-hmm. a closed top. Yeah. Like wide bottom? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, Giant, what you got? For the glass, it's just a total probably like a three or four ounce fluted kind of glass that you could, um, I mean, you could make it into a shot glass if you want to do it. And you you say fluted, you um, mean it so it's uh, narrow and tall? Yeah. I I don't know. It's it's big enough for me to put my entire substantial nose into. It's a crate and barrel cup. It's it's a lightweight glass. It's wide, wide at the top and then narrow at the bottom. $47.85. $47.85. So it's a nice cup. And then I have my normal shot glass here. So I am drinking John J. Bobin, Virginia Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's a single barrel that we might later on, some, not in this show, obviously, but in another show, we'll, we'll do a sampling of it. It's a 100 proof. Jim, what you got? I have Basil Hayden's Caribbean Reserve Rye. Oh, that sounds Ooh, sexy. Nice. Yeah, basically, it is the dark rye that is aged in. I believe Caribbean rum barrel, as opposed to the Norwegian the, uh, rum barrels. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, not Norwegian, but it's only uh, only eighty proof, so it's only forty percent. It's not not it doesn't increase the uh, the ABV, but it just makes it a little bit sweeter with the with the rum cask. What's the price point on that one? That's a little higher. I got that for about sixty bucks, okay. so it's a little expensive. But I'm like, I hadn't seen it before. And I'm like, I want this bottle very badly, and I'm going to buy it. So yeah, I mean, I know they make a rye. I didn't know they made like you know the dark rye is usually around forty something. But yeah, this is a jump because again, it's eight in reserve barrels, so it's yeah harder to get. And like, I haven't seen it in Florida. I this was back before the. The lockdown, I was in Maryland and I saw it. So oh, it's extra oh, yeah. important. State mm-hmm. important. Irish Giant, yeah. what do you got? I've got the Baron Jaeger, 
It's a blend out of Germany. It's a blend of bourbon and basically straight up honey. Oh, Baron Jaeger. Okay. So I was like, like what, 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 okay. and bourbon had a baby. Yeah. They had a baby and it's good stuff. And you wanted to eat that baby. <laughs> Get in my mouth. Baby. Get in my, get in my Basically, yeah, basically, yeah, it's it's delicious. It's like, it's like, I don't know if, if mead was like uh, something a five year old would drink. This is like adult mead. That makes sense. It's just sounds good. Really good, strong flavor. All right. So we're going to start with our, our cup and we're going to do, do some sniffing on it, right? So just kind of smell your cup. And the point is to kind of get an idea of what it smells like. And then we're going to compare it to our smaller cup. And so it's going to be a little difficult because we all have different whiskeys and there's going to be no comparison whatsoever. Right. I'm getting some alcohol vapors. Uh, mm, definitely. Yeah, a lot of alcohol on mine too. Mine. Oh yeah, mine I should probably point out is, is only 70 proof. So it's more of like along the lines of a liqueur. Mm-hmm. I get more of the honey on the larger glass. The smaller one, it's it's honey, but you get more of an alcohol. So I'm guessing it's just there's more in the larger glass, more surface areas, letting you know the air mix in with uh, with the actual drink and bring out all the flavors and the notes. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more alcohol on mine, but yeah, mine's a little higher proof. But I'm getting a little bit of the sweetness kind of as a back, as like a secondary note. Yeah, yeah. It's, I can smell the sweetness, but the alcohol takes precedence. 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 Number one. Number one. Door number. Takes number one. Yeah, I'm getting about, about about the same thing. Sweetness, a little bit of the notes in it. This bourbon is not a smeller. It doesn't have a great nose to start with, unfortunately. Well, it's a hundred. It's a hundred yeah. proof. So I mean, either way, it's going to have to open up. And then, but I go to my smaller one, which is so my nose is going to be a lot closer to the the source, right, of the bourbon. Surprisingly, I'm not getting as much alcohol, which I thought I would. I think I think it's much it's sweeter. Not necessarily per, pertinent, but interesting. Everybody should know that Irish Giant here has has a wide, girthy nose versus um, your nose. There is a little bit more long. And, and I have proud, a giant so schnoz. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we both we both bring something different to the table. You know, I got I bring the width and the girthiness, and bring the links. And if our noses could combine. <laughs> Wow. We'd be able to smell everything. <laughs> Nose yeah, transformers. Exactly. Yeah. More than me. The, the smell. snout. The schnauz. <laughs> I thought it would be a little bit more different. The small cup, I'm getting less alcohol, more sweet, but I'm not getting a lot of, I'm not getting like all of the character of it. I'm not getting a lot of character. I get sweetness and that's about it. Yeah. I want to say I'm getting more sweetness too with the, the smaller pour. I'm getting like a lot more sweetness than, than I am alcohol. Oh, that's really? I get the exact opposite. But but then again, though, my, my, I, this has definitely got a higher sugar content than anything you guys are drinking too. I mean, it's made with honey. Yeah, that's so. quite <laughs> quite a bit more sugar. Yeah, but I mean, it's still alcoholic though. Because I mean, I've had Baron Jaeger, and it still it still tastes yeah. like whiskey to me. I mean, the sweetness is still kind of like a back on the back end. But yeah, I still get more of the alcohol with that one. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll warm your cockles, but not like mm. what you know. Oh, the cockles. Oh, the cockles. Kind of proof is it's, it lets you know it's there. <clears throat> the point of this experiment, or it's not really experiment, but uh, experience would be a better term. The vessel that <laughs> is delivered in makes a difference on, on the olfactory sense of it. So a smaller fluted or you know more narrow cup is going to concentrate the ethanol vapors, whereas a, a wider Ooh. flared rim is going to allow the ethanol to dissipate a little bit. So shorter vessels deliver more character aromas to the nose. Yeah. Right. Also a little bit in there, like how far your nose is to it as well makes a little difference. So, yeah. So a flared wide rim is supposed to display the aromas a little better. 
you're going to get less alcohol concentration or ethanol concentration, what you're going to say, due to the increased circumference, right? We talked about volume here. The reason why we're doing this is because my wife and I were, were drinking some whiskey the other day and we had, I had my normal cup and she had a real tiny cup and we're, you know, we're talking the notes of it and like, you know, I get banana and I get, you know, coffee, and leather. And then we're like, well, I don't get any of that or I'll get all of that. And so we switch cups and they're like, oh man, you're getting a totally different uh, flavor profile on the nose. Mm. What was the difference between the two cups that you guys had? So I had a, a, a rocks cup, which is just like a, you know, a glass tumbler or a whiskey tumbler. And she had a, a, a shot glass just like that we, we did here. Yeah. Okay. I was, in, I was impressed the, the, the amount of difference. And so I went and looked this up and I was like, well, why is that? You know, it, it never really occurred to me you know, you have wine cups and you have your beer cups and it's all for shape and for flavor and, you know, it's supposed to, where it's delivering the taste to your mouth or your tongue. Yeah, eh, maybe there's some science there, maybe there's not. But actually experiencing it and like, and just like you know, the olfactory sense of it, it was like kind of eye-opening for me at least. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's like, you know, when you use a wine decanter, there's the super large bases. Um you just, like I said, you get, you get a larger surface area, you get more oxygen mixing in with, you know, whatever it is you're drinking and it absolutely opens, opens stuff up. And that was something that might be completely undrinkable. If you let it breathe and then, and mellow, then you're going to get, you know, a little bit more of a nicer experience potentially. Yeah. But you don't, you don't really let your whiskey breathe. It's not like I'm going to open this bottle and let it sit for 20 minutes. I mean, you no, but it's a, it's a similar process you're getting rid of, you're getting rid of some of those, those vapors that could otherwise be kind of caustic to your nose. I've never understood the decanter to be fair. I mean, like I said, with whiskeys, I'm not going to transfer my whiskey to a different yeah, container. A vessel and just leave it in the open really like that. Either. So I mean, maybe with I mean, there's that whole legend of like with wines about open it to let oh, it that's breathe. That's not a legend. And, that's real, man. That's how. That's with bottles. Legend. <laughs> there are wines I mean, that are so it's like Sasquatch, so potent. That's the part of the bottling process, though. Could be isn't bottling it? process. Maybe they didn't do whatever correct step was needed, but uh, if you let it sit out for 20, 30 minutes, it and makes it, a difference right. of worlds. It just depends. Yeah, but if you're comparing something like a white Zin to a Merlot, I mean, you know, a white Zin, you can drink like it's nothing. A Merlot, it, sure. You know, I'm, I'm talking reds. I'm not thinking about opening a white and letting it hang out on my fridge, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty pointless, I would say, but... I bought my wine at 7-Eleven. I'm going to let it sit out here until it's ready to drink. Those boxes... Never heard that. Box. Well, that's why you get the box wine. You can just cut the top off. You know, well, no, they have spouts, spouts, don't they? They have the spouts. No but, no, but I'm saying, but if you cut the top off, then you've got... Oh, you don't even have to buy it. You've got all mm. that surface there. That, mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it comes built into That's camping, brilliant. You know? So if you're interested in all of this, yeah. uh, you can go online and look a little bit at There's not a whole lot of scientific articles I saw about it. And the ones I did were like super deep. Well, I think that's why they do the whole... I'm going to interrupt again, but with the beer... They do the different beer styles and different beer glasses because you're going to get a different experience with like if you drink a double IPA in a specific glass that's maybe like a, a brandy glass or you drink like a blonde that's in a pint glass or a, like a stout in a stout glass. You're drinking it something that it helps accentuate the flavor of the beer. So you're getting the, the best optimal experience for that beverage. Maybe it kind of feeds into that. So I thought it was fun. Uh, thanks for guys for doing that. Hopefully you found something useful. You've tried it out yourself as we're doing it. It, I, I, I noticed the difference. I noticed the difference, definitely. So I think there's truth in that. Absolutely. All right. So we are going to wrap this portion of the show up. We will then go into our silent B and then we'll discuss something interesting. So stay tuned. I do want to point out we hit an internal milestone and <laughs> we're going to celebrate it. We're going to do uh, the first 10 people who comment on our Twitter feed or our Facebook feed. We'll, we'll send, some, uh, send some swag out your way. So 
Something small. Just wait, we have swag. I didn't even know any swag. No, why are they swag here the week before we post the show? Bullshit! I didn't get any swag. Well, if you post on the show, you know maybe you'll get something too, Jim. I'm not eligible to win because I are you a member of Finland? Who owns the show? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, if you post something on Facebook, which is at BBB Podcast or or bourbon beards at at symbol bourbon beards right. for twitter and we'll hook you up for the first 10 you know because we're not made of money so that's our show uh again thanks for listening uh it's a little again we're a little janky because we're not co-located it makes things a little dif- more difficult but we appreciate you listening and yeah i think that's all we got again hey everyone thanks for tuning in and listening to the show or i should say listening all the way through the show now we're in the silent b where things can really yeah, get crazy. Sometimes they yeah. are uh, innocent, not. not safe for work. So heads up there. So for this week, we're going to do what we did last time. We're going to open up the floor to my other co-host to myself. We're going to each kind of submit an idea or two briefly, and then we'll pick the best one and then we'll talk about it. How about the Kim Jong-un? That is interesting. I saw a new yes. article. It was like, you'll be surprised if he's alive or dead. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to be surprised if he is alive well, or, or dead. Well, it's going to be it's, one or the other. I mean, do you see his sister? I, I haven't. No. no, is she hot? Yeah. Kind of cute. I'm like, is she really his sister? She doesn't look like him at all. She actually looks normal, like a oh, normal the, person. The best villains look the most normal, right? So I thought of a couple of ideas. I'll toss them out there. So, okay, Hollywood loves reboots. We've had a shit ton of reboots. We love the 80s because, hey, the 80s are pretty fun. So what film or TV show from the 80s has not been rebooted that should get a second chance. So that's my one. The second one we can talk about because of the whole COVID-19 situation and no mass gatherings, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen to conventions this year or even next year, right? So like Burning Man said they're going to try to do like Zoom Zoom meetings or Zoom rooms for Burning Man with themed. And now if you guys know what Burning Man is, it's uh, it's an experience. It's... Well, in the desert, in the weirdos in the in desert, like July in the desert, and they go for like a week and don't shower, and they're still going to charge the same amount of money. That, yeah, you know, you know, drugs virtual. and sex and <laughs> rock and roll, and it's it's I don't know. People who do it say they love it. Is it like I'm a sure. fire uh, festival? Uh, uh, no. All right. So those are my two my two one offs. To be honest, the whole COVID thing. I mean, I think everybody's going to be canceling their stuff for the rest of the year. So I think it's already happening because people don't want to take the responsibility of having to put on a show and then people getting sick from it. So I think, I think they're going to, but it's, it's an open and shut case well, no, that's in my not, mind. So there's not really anything to discuss. That's not what we would discuss. We would discuss how are mm-hmm. they going to do their show? Cause they're not going to cancel. Right. Then I would imagine that these cons are going to do it digitally. I don't, I don't see either, a way to do that. So. I don't see it because, because the, the whole appeal and the draw of the con is the experience itself. And you're, you know, you're going to diminish like 98% of it. For the Silent B, we're going to talk about Hollywood because I guess we like Hollywood and we talk about them a lot. We like movies and films, TV shows. So no wonder we circle back to it so often. So we're talking about Hollywood and rebooting things in the 80s. So they've done a lot of reboots. So what is a show or a movie that needs a second chance, needs to be rebooted? And I'll open it to Irish Giant or Jim. Okay, Star Trek animated series. Man, you just do not let go of Star Trek. Yeah, what? you know... <laughs> was that the was that the eighties or was it seventies? Seventies, seventies. Oh yeah, you want eighties? My bad. All right. Because uh, I mean, I love the anime. The anime series to me is like uh, Star Trek season four. Uh, yeah, well, most of I didn't say that because we're gonna we're eighties. Um, yeah, eighties. Uh, I would Night Court. I love Dude. Night Court. <laughs> Night Court would be good. I can see Night Court. 
But it has some of it has aged well, but a lot of it has not. So, Easy lawyers. Yeah, Night Court was a show in the what well, was the ninety? Uh, probably started in the late eighties, to be honest. Eighties. Yeah, eighties uh, and nineties. A funny yeah. judge, a crazy lawyer, a sex addict lawyer. I mean, so yeah, those are all transcendent. You know what? I kind of want Cheers back. <laughs> I like Cheers because oh I'm God. watching it on. Was it eighties? Because I'm watching it on Netflix. So I'm like, this is a fun yeah, show. Yeah, I can't say I ever got into Cheers, and maybe it was an age thing. Maybe I need to circle back. It gets funnier oh, as yeah. you get as yeah. you become an adult. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, before the break, before we jumped to the show, Irish Giant was naming a movie that he doesn't want to see redone. And that is Back to the Future. The whole. The series. I don't think that. But have you touched. seen the the deep fakes? Uh, deep fakes are like using computer generation or computer AI to uh, generate and map on other people's faces to things. So there is a, a really awesome deep fake of the new Spider Man, and his name's mm-hmm. eluding me. Uh, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland has Marty McFly, Marty, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Holland, uh, yeah, I saw that one, and uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Like I, I would watch it's that. Phenomenal. I mean. I know Rob Zemeckis doesn't want to redo it, and I can I get that. Like when artists, unless you're George Lucas and he's an ass clown, uh, artists shouldn't go back and touch their own work. It's just it's just bad. It really is. So I get not wanting to come back, and you know, it would be a reboot, so you're not really touching it. But eh, you, 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 you can't, can't go, go home yeah, again. You can't cross the same stream. Yeah, I saw the reboot of RoboCop. It wasn't good. I mean, it's, it can't you can't really compare it to the original one. I'm just like eh. All right, they tried. How much of that is and is just the '80s stupidity? You know, like the the over the top action. I have a million bullets in my gun, and like all the all the '80s action mm-hmm. films are horrible films. I love them. I love them, I, but they're horrible films. Well, I just okay, okay. Well, like the first Terminator didn't age well, but it didn't. Age, it's not because it was a horrible film. It's because but the story is so good. The story is good. The pacing kind of blows. Special effects are eh, okay. for the time. The Terminator 2 is the best yeah. film probably ever created for an action flick. You know, it, it's got amazing it, the the graphics. The everything holds up. Like the story, the pacing, yeah, Arnold. But that's a that's a nineties like ninety two, I think. But they, they tried to remake Total Recall. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Which was a movie that was right for a reboot because I mean, with the current effects, they could have made it. Better, but it just didn't. Yeah. It didn't hit. Well, so, and and Tron did the same thing. Like they try to take a fun '80s roller coaster of adventure and violence, and turn it into like I'm dark, you know. But that wasn't really a reboot. That was just a continuation of yeah, the original story, though. Yeah, Tron. continuation. But sure, not a reboot. Continuation it happened 30 years later. So, but the soundtrack was really Daft good. Punk killed Daft it. Punk. Yeah. Daft Punk killed it. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the graphics were awesome. Yeah, the graphics were really good. Uh, we're gonna cut, cut, cut this part out. Oh, Dave, Coul- Dave Coulier, eighties. Oh, there you go, Full House. But they yeah, already did redo Full House. They already did. It didn't redo okay. it. It was the same cast. It just continued. It. Yeah. So. Okay, so I guess I should clarify. In my mind, a reboot and a continuation of thirty years later are not the same, but they're in this context, they're similar enough to be the same. Like Star Wars okay. is redone thirty years later, ish. Uh, well, not really, because you have the. The prequels, which don't really count. What film in the eighties do I want to see? Eighties. That is a yes. good question. There are a, a really a lot of great films in the eighties. Would you tempt uh, fate and, and say Die Hard? Oh, or could that no. not be approved upon? No. Never ending story. Oh, never ending yeah, story. Jesus. Never ending story could work, but it's such a classic from childhood. I don't know how that would fly. It is. But maybe you know, I. 
what did Willow come out? Because I would like to see more of Willow. Uh, also, eighties oh. too. That's they're talking about doing a, a second Willow film. Uh, I don't know if, how accurate that is, but they've been ta- Ron Howard wants to do it. <laughs> it is original. He was the, he was yeah. the original one, and right. and uh, I know uh, Warwick Davis well, wants Warwick to do Davis it. Wants to do any work? He's he likes to work. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he did. He did, he did he's, he's, he, one through like eight. So, well, behind behind Peter Dinklage, he's like the, fo- the most famous little person I know right. of. So. <laughs> Guys, I got the answer right here. Okay. Uh, oh, hit, hit us. oh uh, short circuit. Yes. You know what? You know what? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Totally more believable now, too. So, yeah, I would, I'd be down for short circuit. Johnny number five. Yeah, because it, it didn't really age that well, unfortunately. Well, you've got a, you've got a, a white guy who they put in brown face. So, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't age well. Yeah, there was that. But wasn't there a movie called Chappie that had a, a similar... What? There's this movie called Chappie. I've seen the previews on Amazon about this robot who kind of looks like Johnny Five a little bit about like interacting with humans. So I don't know if it's this. It's, it looks like a similar concept, yeah. but not. It's the from same. the same director who did uh, District Nine. From um, mm, okay, it looked District yeah, Nine. It has those two crazy rappers, and I uh, cannot think of their names right now. I will try to post a link on them. I can't think of any, any more '80s movies off the top of my. I know there are. There's some out there. I'm right. sure. That could use All a redo. the really horrible sword and sorcery films would be a great. You know, Excalibur is. Sword and sorcery. Yeah. Excal- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, seeing Tales from the Crypt redone yeah. again, even though yeah. they did it. Yeah, yeah. they are redone. To West Craven uh, stuff? Yeah, West Craven was yeah. pretty decent for a while. Uh, they're redoing Dune. Sorry, I was thinking about. Um, it does. It looks good. Oh, it looks so uh, good. Patrick Stewart. That's what I was thinking about because he was the original Dune. And I, I really love the original Dune. It's a horrible not adaptation of the I film. do too. It's not a good adaptation of the book, but it's a good movie for my purposes because I love sci-fi. And they did the miniseries in the 90s with I, like kind of B-list actors. When John Hurt, John Hurt was like uh, Lido Atreides. So they had some people in it, but they're like no names. But it was decent on sci-fi, on sci-fi network. So I'm looking forward to seeing this new one. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we've uh, we think we've beat this horse enough. <laughs> I think we're going to end our show again. Everyone, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook under Beards, Brews, and Bourbon. The first ten people who post on our Facebook or our Twitter feed, please give leave us a gif or a gif, how you want to say it. Leave something funny to say hi. Leave a hashtag. Uh, hashtag we like the podcast. Are. The first ten people who leave that on either of the Facebook or the Twitter feed will get something pretty. Something pretty. That's Greg Scott, your host. Thanks again for listening. Jay Beaverton, and that uh, Twitter is at Bourbon Beards. Irish Giant, and we're on Facebook. <laughs> well, no MySpace? Come on, bro. <laughs> See you guys later. All right. Ciao, guys.